Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, one God, come, let us adore him. The Venite together. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our psalms this morning are Psalms 2 and 3, beginning on page 345. Why do the heathen so furiously rage together, and why do the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth stand up, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. Let us break their bonds asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that dwelleth in heaven shall laugh them to scorn. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will rehearse the decree the Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my son, this day I have begotten thee. Desire of me, and I shall give thee the nations for thine inheritance, and the utmost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt bruise them with a rod of iron, and break them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings. Be instructed, ye that are judges of the earth. Serve the Lord in fear, and rejoice unto him with reverence. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and so ye perish from the right way. If his wrath be kindled, yea, but a little, blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise against me. Many one there be that say of my soul, there is no help for him in his God. But thou, O Lord, art my defender. Thou art my worship and the lifter up of my head. I did call upon the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. I laid me down and slept and rose up again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid for ten thousands of the people that have set themselves against me round about. 
Up, Lord, and help me, O my God, for thou smitest all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord, and thy blessing is upon thy people. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 16th chapter of the book of Numbers. Now Korah the son of Izhar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, with Dathan and Ibiram, the sons of Eliab, and On the son of Peleth, the sons of Reuben, took men, and they rose up before Moses with some of the children of Israel, 250 leaders of the congregation, representatives of the congregation, men of renown. They gathered together against Moses and Aaron and said to them, You take too much upon yourselves, for all the congregation is holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Why then do you exalt yourself above the congregation of the Lord? So when Moses heard it, he fell on his face, and he spoke to Korah and all his company, saying, Tomorrow morning the Lord will show who is his and who is holy, and will cause him to come near to him. That one whom he chooses he will cause to come near to him. Do this, take censers, Korah and all your company, put fire in them, and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow, and it shall be that the man whom the Lord chooses shall be the Holy One. You take too much upon yourselves, you sons of Levi. Then Moses said to Korah, Hear now, you sons of Levi, it is a small thing to you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself, to do the work of the tabernacle of the Lord and to stand before the congregation to serve them, and that he has brought you near to himself, you and all your brethren, the sons of Levi, with, with you. And, and are you seeking the priesthood also? Therefore you and all your company are gathered together against the Lord. And what is Aaron that you murmur against him? And Moses sent to call Dathan and Ab Abiram, the sons of Eliab. But they said, We will not come up. It is, is it a small thing that you have brought us up from out of a land flowing with milk of honey to kill us in the wilderness, that you should keep acting like a prince over us? Moreover, you have not brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey, nor given us inheritance of fields and vineyards. Will you put out the eyes of these men? We will not come up. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the book, the, the Gospel according to Luke. 
inasmuch as many have taken in hand to set in order a narrative of those things which are most surely believed among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write to you an orderly account, most excellent Theophilus, that you may know the certainty of those things in which you were instructed. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah. His wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both, both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. But they had no, chill, no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient of the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and was sent to speak to you and to bring these glad tidings. But behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he lingered so long in the temple. But when he came out, he could not speak to them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned to them and remained speechless. And so it was, as soon as the days of his service were completed, and he that, that he departed to his own house. And now after those days his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she hid herself five months, saying, Thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked upon me to take away my reproach among men. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Benedictus, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and raised, hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, 
that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who has given unto us thy servants grace, by the confession of a true faith, to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity, and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unit, thy unity, we beseech thee that thou wouldst keep us steadfast in this faith, and evermore defend us from all adversities, who livest and reignest, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We, uh, after a season in which we had special lessons for Pentecost and Easter and Ascension, we're returning now to our sequential reading from Numbers. And to reorient ourselves, it's good to remember that what we want to see the experience of Israel in the wilderness is a kind of type of the spiritual life. <clears throat> As they wander in the wilderness towards the promised land, uh, we see the kinds of behaviors and temptations creep up that we face in our own lives because that's the central 
sort of paradigm for the Christian life that we were wandering through the wilderness on our way to the ultimate hope. And so here we have a rebellion, uh, and, and the rebellion is kind of uh, understandable because things aren't really going out that, that well. If you think about Israel's experience of being promised in Egypt that they will, God will bring them out and take them to a land flowing with milk and honey, and now they've been wandering in the wilderness where there's not much milk and honey. It's interesting, too, how Egypt increasingly gets idealized. Um, here, uh, Korah, Dathan, and Abiram say, you've taken us from a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness. Um, and sometimes in the spiritual life, we, we look back with longing at something, forgetting how, how miserable it was because we don't like the current struggle. The rebellions is really kind of twofold too. It's the Levites who are who are um, assistants in the temple, so it's it's rebellion against the, the leadership of Aaron to some degree, and then uh, Dathan and Abiram are Reubenites. And remember in the blessing in Genesis at the end of Genesis when uh, the blessing was given to the twelve tribes, Reuben was passed over because of of his um, having slept with his father's concubine. And so they have some probably familial resentment against the leadership of Moses. And so for us, the, the lessons here are um, when, when we're wandering in the wilderness and things don't look like they're going very well, there's not much food, um, it's easy to become discontented and to rebel. And one of the points that's always being made in the Old Testament is that um, rebellion against visible leadership that God has put there is always rebellion ultimately against God. Um, we get this later on in King David where, the, uh, um, um, well, they actually, when they want a king, they, they, they reject and, you know, the judges and, and God says, you haven't rejected them, you rejected me. Because it's kind of a constant complaint we all have is we don't like the way God's running things. If we if we were in charge, we would do it differently. And the trust is that God is sovereign. God is bringing us to the place he he um, intends. Uh, he wants us to be where he intends to give us the fullness of his blessings. But part of the wilderness is to prepare us to be ready to receive those blessings. And so the trust is trusting in the sovereignty of God. And sometimes it doesn't look like God knows what he's doing. In the middle of Good Friday, this didn't look like a very good plan. But so the idea of, of remaining faithful, practicing faithfulness and perseverance and prayer and not falling into rebellion and um, you know, impatience, discontent and complaint and to be to remain faithful, trusting that ultimately God is going to act, and faith is proven in times when there's no visible evidence for for the for the presence of God. Um, when we look at the New Testament lesson about Elizabeth and Zechariah, I think the the lesson of faith, because this is the problem of 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 Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, is they they lack faith. They don't really trust that God is taking them, and so Zechariah. It's interesting, he's called blameless, so they were following the Torah and living in the will of God, 
but he also seems to fall a little bit short because he doesn't really believe the promise of God. And he's culpable because Gabriel says, I stand in God's presence and um, and he should know better. There's a story in the Old Testament, Abraham, a woman gets pregnant in her old age. So uh, Sarah, so um, it's not like it's without precedence that God can do this. So um, we'll see that Zechariah's doubt um, you know, how shall I know this um, versus we're going to get Mary in a chapter or two. Um, she just wants to know how shall this be, but but Mary's faith is the beginning of sort of the New Testament salvation by faith where Mary's faith receives the word of God and it becomes incarnate in her, where Zechariah is still sort of the, the doubt here is, is, is portrayed a little bit there. So he'll know because he can't talk. So anyway, this this wilderness modality of just an exhortation to be faithful when the visible evidence suggests that, that things are falling apart, but to trust in God's sovereignty and to be patient and not to fall into rebellion and discontent. So a few thoughts on today's lessons. Continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen.
Thank you for joining us this morning. We'll look forward to seeing you again this evening. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Thank you, Thank guys. you everyone. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Have a good day. Bye, kiddos.